Welcome to the Michigan Publishing Podcast, where we engage with the people and ideas that enable us to support the broadest possible access to scholarship and drive our leadership in academic publishing. I'm Kristen Twardowski, Director of Sales, Marketing, and Outreach for the University of Michigan Press, and the host of this episode. This is the fourth of our five-part mini-series dedicated to open access, in line with this year's International Open Access Week theme, It Matters How We Open Knowledge, Building Structural Equity. Through this series, we explore different aspects and perspectives on open access and the implications of open access publishing practices and scholarship on diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. On today's episode, I'm joined by Miguel Escobar Barrella. Miguel is Assistant Professor of Theater Studies at the National University of Singapore and the author of the new book, Theater as Data, Computational Journeys into Theater Research. Miguel, thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Miguel, your book, Theater as Data, is available open access with support from the National University of Singapore. Why was it important for you to publish your work open access? The main reason is that I believe deeply in open access. And in fact, this is one of the ideas that runs through the book. So the book is about theater and computational methods and the intersection between these two different things. And one of the things that I argue is that we need to have access to data, to code, but also to ideas that are freely circulating. This is in some ways one of the foundations of many of the other things that I say in the book. So when I was thinking about the book, it was really important for me to try to find a place where this could be made available as open access. Now that makes a lot of sense because it sounds like open access is really aligned with the scholarship that you're producing. With that in mind, how has the ability to publish open access created new opportunities for your work? The way I think about this is that I've learned a lot through open access materials. I think I have really benefited from things that are freely and openly accessible, from data that I can reuse, from code that I can also incorporate into my projects, and from a variety of other open source materials from where I've gathered inspiration. I think open access has shaped me as a researcher. It has enabled me to do different things. And in a way, I want to give back to the community and encourage more people to also continue on that journey. So I'm thinking not so much in what this has done for me publishing this as open access, but more that the whole ecosystem of open access data, code, and publications has really changed how I think about many of the ideas in the book and also inspired me to do certain types of work that require this collaboration, this aggregation of data sets and ideas. I really like this idea of community and communal scholarship that you're talking about here. But I know that your perspective isn't one that all authors share. What challenges or misconceptions do you feel authors encounter most frequently when trying to publish open access monographs? You know, I think this has changed a little bit over the past few years. I think that in the past, a lot of the misconceptions were connected to the fact that this was very difficult to do or that maybe open access publications were not as important or the quality was perhaps not as good. I believe that that has changed, but maybe the main misconception is that people don't think it's that important. I'm particularly idealistic about the place of open access. I think there's a certain urgency to making our work openly accessible. And from my perspective, the misconception of a lot of people in the humanities is that this is not a critical mission. 
I see a difference in the sciences where open access tends to be more common, at least in my circles. And my sense is that even though in the humanities people think that this is important, the misconception is that this isn't a critical, urgent task for us to engage in, which in my view, it pretty much is something that we ought to dedicate a lot more time and effort to ensuring that the vast majority of the things that we have are openly accessible. And I'd love for you to build on that idea a little more of the urgency of open access and why it is so important, uh, particularly in the realm of what impact open access scholarship may have for diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility. Sure. I think in many ways, this is also personally important to me, connected to the places where I grew up and where I studied. I grew up in Mexico, and then I spent many years in Indonesia. And I think in Latin America and in Southeast Asia, often libraries don't have the same type of resources to buy books, to buy journals. So open access is really important for ensuring that ideas circulate in a more wide international arena. I would say that that's the main reason why open access is important for diversity and inclusion. And I think it's also connected to the types of scholarship that people are doing now. I think that data scholarship, things that are connected to computation and large data sets, can only survive if we all share the same data code, but also the ideas. I really think that in one way, it's for all the, all the humanities, it's really important to have greater access. And whenever people are in places where they can find financial support to make their work openly accessible. I think that can really go a long way towards ensuring that more people can benefit from those materials, not only in terms of uh, consuming those materials, but also adding on to that. For example, when you have data sets that then can be expanded by other people, that can be verified by other people. So I think it's important both in terms of the geographical aspects of equity and access, but also in terms of what it means to have a more vibrant academic field where greater diversity of people can contribute to the data, to the debates, and to the research. I'm a little idealistic myself, so I really appreciate this idea that open access is working to deepen the potential scholarship that's out there, both you know where it's coming from, as well as what could potentially be produced. So thank you, Miguel, for your time today and for the compelling discussion. Thank you for having me. Miguel Escobar Barella's book, Theater as Data, Computational Journeys into Theater Research, can be found on Fulcrum as part of the University of Michigan Press ebook collection. Visit fulcrum.org forward slash Michigan to explore his book and over 250 other open access titles. Please tune in for our next episode in this mini-series for a conversation about open access and publishing partners, journals, and the University of Michigan campus. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Michigan Publishing Podcast. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you'll never miss the show. You can also follow the University of Michigan Press on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn for posts about episodes and other relevant content about our work. This podcast was written by Emma Dick Pascale, and produced by Danielle Cote-Fatal with the support of Michigan Publishing at the University of Michigan.